You're listening to A Piece of Destiny podcast, a place where we talk about our passions and life experiences, from the unforgettable to the simple and everything in between. A platform to spotlight creatives, entrepreneurs, and extraordinary everyday people. I'm your host, Destiny Oliver. Enjoy the show. Hello, beautiful humans. Welcome back for another episode of A Piece of Destiny. How are you doing today? I hope you're doing well. I hope you've had a productive week. If you're skinny and your taxes have dropped or on their way, I hope that you use it to your benefit, whether that's to catch up on some adult responsibilities, to treat yourself, um, to invest, whatever it may be. I hope you use it to your benefit and don't feel pressure to do anything differently. So those are my two cents on taxes and stimulus. Um, I want to tell you about who we're talking to today. If you guys are ready, I'm ready. We are talking to my friend Shayla Davis, who is the owner and baker at Good Bakes Co. But there are a few things you must know about Shayla before our conversation. Shayla is a wife, a mother, an Army veteran, y'all, and a proud HBCU graduate. She is also a world traveler, a lover of books, an equity advocate like, come on, yes, and an eternal learner. What makes me the most excited about our conversation today is that Shayla believes in equality for all and she is sharing love through baked goods. Shayla is a creator of delicious memories. And I'm excited about this conversation because Shayla actually came to our apartment and we recorded in person. So it was good to sit down and chat with someone in person instead of over Zoom. And so I'm gonna stop chatting and we're gonna get into this episode. Yay! Yay. I'm so excited. My first question is gonna be, where does your love of baking come from? Okay, so I started baking when I was a little kid, elementary age. My mom used to bake something every weekend for dinner, like the last is throughout the week. Mm -hmm. And I would always help her do that. So y'all had dessert? Yes, oh. it was normally a cake, but okay, we okay. have like some sort of cake and it was the 13 by nine Pyrex, uh-huh. Pyrex dish, you know, or like a bunk. But, um, yeah, we did that every week. I was always in the kitchen with her for baking when it was time to make dinner, I left. I'm the opposite. I used to like watch my grandmother and my mom cook. My mom doesn't like the steps Okay, cooking. She's yeah. not like a steps person, but I love all the steps and process that you go through mm-hmm. when you have to cook, but we never really did desserts. Yeah. So I think that's cool that your mom like made desserts and you had like she did it all. She did it all. It's but, so yeah. cool. I love that. <laughs> okay, so you were formerly Talia Cakes, right? Mm-hmm. And now you have transitioned to Good Bakes Co. Mm-hmm. And I love your tagline on your website, which was "Taste good, do good, and be good." Like. I love that. Thank you. What inspired you to rebrand and shift your focus? And as you said on your Facebook page, you said goodbye to Hello Kitty Cakes and hello <laughs> to decadence and sophistication. I love that yes. when I read it. <laughs> I was like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> so first, I'll give you the background for what started Tahila Cakes. Mm-hmm. When I started baking and making that an actual company, I just, I had stopped baking after I left for college, you oh. know, in the dorm room, nobody yeah. has an oven. <laughs> no. um, and then, you know, and mostly throughout college, I didn't bake it at all and then when I got after I graduated and I moved to Atlanta after my first deployment with the army mm-hmm. and um, I worked for this corporation and we would have I don't know once a month or something it'd be kind of like a company potluck type situation okay. and I would bring in the carrot 
cake and I just do it in the, at this point I wasn't decorating cakes or anything. I do mm -hmm. it in the big Pyrex pan and bring it in. And this is my mom's recipe. I've won, I think, best dessert for the Carver Museum. Yes. A couple of years good, back. It was so good. <laughs> Thank Ooh. you. Good. So yeah, that's my mom's recipe. That's the cake that I was known for when I was a kid. That's the one that like I was always assigned to bake for the cookout. So I would mm -hmm. bring it to the company, little potluck or whatever. And it got to the point where my coworkers were stealing slices of the cake oh. and hiding it in their desk before like in the morning before oh, so anybody be else got there. Yes. That's so half the cake was gone by the time the rest of the oh. office got to it. They'd be like, Shayla, look. And they opened up their desk and they got like a big Hoarding chunk of cake. cake. Yeah. So I still didn't think anything of, you know, I knew people loved it, but I never mm -hmm. thought to make a business out of it till I moved back down here to Alabama with my husband. Uh, we got married and we had a little friend group that we would take turns having cookouts at. Mm -hmm. And I just started making cakes for um, them. And that was the first time I made a layered cake. And it was, I think the two outer layers were vanilla and the center layer was red velvet added cream cheese icing with like blueberries, strawberries on top. Okay. It was just a recipe I'd found online. Mm -hmm. And they were like, this is good. You should make a business out of it. And I was just like, you know what? I wouldn't mind doing that. So mm -hmm. I started baking in... Um, selling to like co-workers i take orders from co-workers and they were just being nice trying stuff out but they actually yeah. really liked it mm -hmm. and it kind of took off from there back to the question you asked i got the name um Tahila cakes from church uh way before any of baking became an idea for me mm -hmm. i go to northview christian church and pastor ramsey had said something about um He's got a big history in like Hebrew and Greek terms, and he had said Tehila and that it meant praise. And God just spoke to me and was like, you need to remember that word. So mm -hmm. I wrote it down in my notes, and I was like, on the spot, I was like, if I ever create a business, I'm going to name it Tehila Cakes. I'm dedicating it back to God. So, mm -hmm. well, not Tehila Cakes. I'm going to name it Tehila, and then, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and so when I got the cake business, I automatically had a name for it. It was Tehila Cakes. Mm -hmm. And so I had been doing that from maybe 2017, 2018, somewhere around there. Up until now, I switched over to Good Bakes Co. at New Year's. I launched the Switch. And the inspiration for switching it, one, when I was doing Tehila Cakes, it was... I didn't really know what I wanted to do or what I mm -hmm. wanted it to be. So a lot of the stuff I was making was just people coming to me and asking me, can you make this? And if yeah. I thought it was within my abilities, I'd say yes. But it if wasn't I like didn't. coming from you. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. It was what people wanted and I was saying, yeah, I could do it. But I have always been, I love food photography. I've always been drawn to um, cakes and desserts and food photography with more of a darker mm -hmm. tint, dark food photography and yeah. stuff that's decorated with like all the lush chocolate and berries and yeah. stuff. That's what I actually really liked. That's mm -hmm. what I was drawn to. And I was like, I'd really rather be doing this stuff. Um, and honestly, decorating, I've said, uh, I think on one of my posts, baking, my passion is baking. You mm -hmm. have cake decorators and you have bakers. And um, there are people who marry the two, but a lot of times you tend to focus your, your put your focus on one side or the yeah. other. And, and you can um, tell too. <laughs> you, can, you can tell. You can. When somebody is just like a decorating, it's like, oh, that's a really pretty cake. I mean, beautiful. And then you bite into it and it's like, oh. Because a lot of times it's box cake mix yes. or it's cheap ingredients or yes. maybe they've doctored a box cake mm -hmm. mix. Um, but I mean, the cake is gorgeous. It's a sculpture. Yeah. You don't want to cut into, into it. it. You don't want to eat it. But yeah. for me, of course, I still want my cakes to look nice. Nobody wants a pile of crap on their plate. Right. You know? yes. <laughs> but, but to me, like my pride always came from, does it taste good? That's always yeah. what I was like, does it taste good? Does it taste good? Mm -hmm. That was always my focus. And with decorating the cakes, like I was always proud if they turned out looking nice, but like decorating really isn't my thing. I can't draw. 
I can't draw a straight what? line. No, I'm not an artistic. I've never been an okay, artistic okay. person. Okay, so y'all hear her saying that, right? You see her saying this. <laughs> I have, I have what? I don't know how many cakes of person I've tasted. She made my 26th birthday cake. It was beautiful. Go look at it on Instagram. I will be sharing it. She did my mom's birthday cake. She says she's an artist, but okay, we hear her. But listen, she does good work, guys. <laughs> continue, continue. <laughs> Y'all's cakes were decorated with food and flowers. That's why. My mom. Oh, you're right. But yours okay. was also Mom decorated. Was too. It yeah. was too. Okay, okay, okay. And so, I give and you it's that. Like, I can but do, you're still an artist. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> and my own with the food. Yes. I'm a food artist. Yes. But yeah, I just, all the buttercream piping. I hate the taste of fondant. I refuse to use it on my cakes. Uh, I don't want to put anything on them that does not taste good. Mm-hmm. But people want, you know, the whole reference to Hello Kitty, uh, goodbye Hello Kitty. People want, especially for their kids' parties, they yeah. want like the bright stuff with the fondant mm-hmm. and the designs. And it wasn't something I was passionate about. And I was getting plenty of orders and getting good business. Mm-hmm. But there's so many other women around the area who are much better decorators than me. Yeah. But I still feel that like the taste of my desserts reigns supreme. Definitely. And thank you. And <laughs> exactly. I just wanted to focus on that. Like yeah. I am not here for the candy-coated pictured goodness you know yeah. i want i want it i want something that tastes good i want you to look at it and be like that looks like it tastes, tastes good, good not just that's pretty yeah um and so i started taking a course um called passion to profit from janelle and eddie copeland they have a podcast also called push podcast and they have a um facebook group called cake sense by janelle copeland and this class is a godsend. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a professional development. It started out as a, ca- a course for bakeries, mostly for women who mm-hmm. are owning bakeries. Um, Janelle Copeland was a baker. She owned her own um, brick and mortar shop. She'd been on Food Network multiple times. She won Cupcake Wars, all this. So, But her whole thing was teaching people the business of the baking side because normally it's a woman a women-led industry, mm-hmm. we're always undercharging, and that's something we can talk about later. Yes. Uh, always <laughs> whatever services we provide. Undercharge. Yeah, I'll, yeah, we'll talk on yes. that. We'll go into depth <laughs> on that later. But it was just a business course to teach you the... Her focus on her group is the business of running a bakery. Mm-hmm. And now she's actually rebranding herself okay. and focusing more so on entrepreneurs of all types, not just bakers, bakers. even though that's the foundation of her... Um, her followers and her base. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had been following her and listening to her podcast and it really just struck something with me. And I was like, this class is expensive. It's, it's on one side or the other, a thousand dollars, depending on when you, when you get it and mm-hmm. what's going on for COVID. It was a little cheaper because they wanted to kind of reach out. They know a lot of people were out of work yeah. uh, and there were some services they weren't able to offer also because of COVID. So the price was a little cheaper, but it's worth every penny of it. And honestly, I'm making the money back because now I'm charging appropriately. Mm-hmm. Um, but your brand, there's a module, it's an eight week course. And one of the modules was on branding. And mm-hmm. I was like, Tahila Cakes really doesn't have a brand, brand. per se. I mm-hmm. mean, I've got the logo, um, but <laughs> I just it, got a brand. it wasn't anything yeah. that was deeply thought out. And mm-hmm. with wanting to have a new pricing structure and changing over to going from like the whole kids cakes and, you know, Instagram cake look to the more decadent side, which is what I've always been passionate about now mm-hmm. that I know who I am as a baker. I was like, I just need to like change up the whole brand. Yeah. And there's some other things I want to do with the company as well in the future. But I was just like, I feel like I need a new a new branding and it's hard to do something like that under the same name. Yes. Um, Tahila is, is hard to pronounce. A lot of people like to call it to 
Talia or something, uh-huh. you know, because it's yeah. not a, you know, it's a Hebrew, Hebrew word. Yeah. Um, but I still wanted my mission to be close to God. I didn't want to drop that just because I changed the name. Yeah. Um, never that. It's always the business will always be dedicated back to God. And I used to post um, on my stories, Instagram stories all the time, social justice stuff and mm-hmm. the stories. And I was like, I really just want to incorporate this as part of the business. Yes. I don't want it to just be like a thing I do in the background. I want it to be in the foreground as well. Mm-hmm. So I just took all of that merged it together we got good bakes company or good bakes co that name just came from me and my friends my girlfriends in the group chat group chat look drop it like hey i need suggestions look. <laughs> i need everybody to vote Take a poll. if you need a biography in my life just just find the find the group chat yes. Yes. i can so relate to the group chat yeah but that's where um me and my besties uh alicia and Corey, we they helped me, you know, we yeah. came up with the name. I was like, I want something clean and simple because I actually want to make this a national brand. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want something clean and simple that people can pronounce and easy yep. to remember. And so we got Good Bakes Co. And for New Year's, I relaunched. Yes, and I love that. So I was like, oh, I love <laughs> this in the color. Like, because uh, I recently rebranded A Piece of Destiny. If you guys haven't seen that, you should go check it out. Our Instagram looks so much better. It's beautiful. Um, and yeah, so I definitely can relate to just finding your space and being like, what story do I want to tell when people hear Good Bakes Co. Can definitely relate. Okay, gourmet bakes with the dash of humanity. Mm-hmm. Like I stalked your website. And if you can't tell. <laughs> I'm glad you did because it took me a while it's, to get that together. So. And it looks good. I'm glad and somebody's so clicking on the That links. is the first thing that you see on there. And like you said before, social justice and equality for all is something that is so very important to you. And some people may think like, oh, you're just a baker who are, is providing people with elegant cakes. Why is it important for you? to partner with marginalized organizations and individuals to make the world a better place. Why is that so close to your heart? Which I love, by the way, because <laughs> I'm all about equality for all of God's people all the and people. spreading all of the love to everyone. It's important to me because I just, I've always been raised to care about, of course, the black plight. I am a mm-hmm. black woman in America. Yep. Um, and that's not something that I take lightly. It is mm-hmm. a privilege, but it is something that comes with a lot of hardships when you look at the way society views black people as a whole yeah um and i personally have grown up fairly privileged i've come from a two-parent household Mm -hmm. middle class you know i've never wanted for anything i went to school for free on an academic scholarship so i haven't had a whole lot in the way of financial struggle or hardship but Mm -hmm. that doesn't stop people from looking at me as a black woman which i am you know yeah and also i feel that just because i personally have not um gone through a lot of struggles financially or in different ways um, or faced, you know, public housing discrimination. Mm-hmm. I see it happening all the time yep. and it would be immoral of me to just ignore it and say, well, that's not my plight, me. you know, it doesn't affect me, yep. but it absolutely does affect me. It affects mm-hmm. the people I love. Yep. It has affected me in one way or another in different parts of my life. Um, I've just been able to push past it. Yeah. Um, it may affect my children, mm-hmm. you know, it affects my family and it affects the people around the world that, you know, and especially in the country, that I see and I think that it's important that we look beyond just ourselves and the oh I'm good mentality so I don't care about anybody else because we can always be better yeah we can always be better and we can always make it better for somebody behind us so the whole um each one teach one reach back and um uplift the community I don't I don't want to rise to the top by myself I want to bring as many people up there with me as I can um I've always been into mentoring young girls and Um, just helping minorities and the older I get and the more well-traveled I've been and the more experiences I've had 
I've just seen how many different sectors there are of people who are marginalized and it's not fair. You know, America preaches that everybody has an equal chance Mm -hmm. and you know, we would love for that to be true. True. And we talk like that's the truth, but that is not Not. indeed the truth at all. And I, instead of, you know, people say, Oh, well, if you don't like it, you could just leave. I don't want to leave. This is my home. I mean, I love to vacate elsewhere and I'm not opposed (laughs) to leaving for a while, but I'm not somebody who runs from problems. I want to fix the problems. Yeah. You know, I don't think that we should just trash the country or say, though, I hate this country and just not dip out or, it, right. or not fix it. I want to fix it. And honestly, it's a problem that's all the way around the world. So, like, mm-hmm. where am I going to run to? Yep. You know? Um, so, no, nah, this is our country. We yeah. were brought over here. It's our home. Listen, we Deal with nowhere. it. Right. Here. <laughs> Deal with Stuck it. With we're us. all here. Right. We're right. diverse. This is a melting pot. Trouble. Yes. Absolutely. All the good trouble. All, all the loud noise. Yes. yes. So. So speaking of being a black woman, and I think it's beautiful and amazing just over the years, we've seen this surge of black women being like, oh no, we're bosses. You're going to see us. We're going to take over this entrepreneurship (laughs) lane and run the world. But like you said earlier, a lot of us do undercharge. Oh my God, it's horrible. It's horrible. What do you what do you think that's rooted in? What is that? I think that it is rooted in one being women and two mm-hmm. being black. On women in general, we downplay our strengths entirely too much. Yeah. We do not realize that the power we hold, we do not realize um, that I think part of it comes from women are expected to do so much, you know, Mm -hmm. we're working, you know, like I'm a full, I'm a um, full-time employee. I'm a army civilian. So during the day I'm teaching our um, soldiers air traffic control. Mm -hmm. Then I come home, I've got a two-year-old daughter. Wait, Um, I didn't know you taught air traffic control. mm -hmm. I was an air traffic controller in the army. um, Was air traffic controller in Air Force. Okay, cool. All right. (laughs) 21 years. Hey, Master Sergeant. Right. Yes. I don't know why. How did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was, I think I was out the army by the time I met you anyway. But yeah, I teach our traffic control over at Fort Rucker. So I'm doing that during the day. Mm -hmm. I come home and I'm a mom and I'm a wife. Um, I've still got family and friends and other engagements involved in the church back when church was open (laughs) (laughs) pre-COVID. Um, you know, and so, and there's women who are doing so much more with so much less and it becomes, it becomes the norm. Mm -hmm. And so we feel like nobody's going to pay for that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You you get to nobody's going to pay for that. And then a lot of the times the things that women provide are service based. And we think about what we would pay for something, Mm -hmm. but we're comparing ourselves to like Walmart. And it's like, well, I'm not doing what Walmart Walmart does. does. I'm not mass producing thousands of cakes in five minutes. Mm -hmm. I'm hand creating a masterpiece for you. Absolutely. (laughs) With thousands of employees in a factory. Right. One of my, one of my little things is going to watch cakes get mass produced on TV. It's just amazing. (laughs) Like if you ever go on YouTube and just Uh look up like cake factory, it is wild how fast they shoot out a cake and all the machines. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, that would have taken me months to do. (laughs) they did it in 10 minutes right but um yeah but you know i'm providing a custom experience for every individual customer and cake order everything i make is by hand it's just me Mm -hmm. um and so this is a custom product that i'm providing but we don't think of it that way we think of well somebody could just go to walmart and get something that looks like this for 15 dollars and so we undercharge yeah. um and you see the meme pass i've seen the meme i don't know who started it but it's like uh, ladies know your worth and add tax yes and mm-hmm. it's true yeah you know we have to actually start charging our worth and what i'm learning is people will pay yes they you know will. people mm-hmm. will pay for a good product now of course your product has to match, match you know price, yes. match the price or whatever mm-hmm. but um 
in taking that class with Janelle, um, she taught us the formula for taking into account like overhead, mm -hmm. paying yourself, which is something that I wasn't doing. I was looking at the cost of ingredients and adding, um, looking at the cost of ingredients and adding a number off the top of my head <laughs> and maybe about how long I thought it would take, take me to make, make it. it. Oh. And then, you know, coming up with a number off the top of my head. Oh yeah, well this would be about that much. Mm -hmm. Um, but there's so much more. There's overhead, there's utilities, water, electricity, yep. internet, the mm -hmm. time it takes for me to post on social media. media that yep. takes, <laughs> there's a reason why social media is its own career path. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, I'm, I'm in it. Yeah, I do yes. it. Yes, yeah. and so mm -hmm. you know, yep. um, consulting with customers going back and forth. I can be engaged with somebody for maybe up to an hour before they commit on the design that they want for their cake to be like. Um, and also charging, um, charging for your time. If I was not operating out of my home and I had employees, I would have to pay them an hourly wage. Yep. And when you think about even if it is just me, what money am I bringing home to my family for mm -hmm. all this time that I've spent? If the money's just going to the company gets their profits, but I don't get any money for the work, the labor I've done. Then, And that's why you see so many restaurants going out of business because they're not pricing. They're pricing off of feelings and not yes. off of facts. Yep. Um, and to circle back to your original question, um, and I said that it was because we're women and also being black, we don't have, um, we haven't been afforded the opportunity to be entrepreneurs yes. in America. When you look back in history, anytime a black business did well, it literally got burnt to the ground, <laughs> literally, quite literally <laughs> like, got burnt to yes. the ground or it was just taken from them and said that yep. you can't have this. You're yep. too much competition or it's ours they now. They manipulated and twisted. Manipulated and rules and regulations. Absolutely. And buy you out. Change the rules yep. and redlining and everything mm -hmm. so that you just could not, you couldn't own a business. business. You couldn't feed your family and be independent. You know, you tell people to pull yourselves up by your bootstraps. We didn't have boots. And you, and you burn the boots. There, <laughs> right. there are no boots. There are no boots. Uh, They're not existent. <laughs> and we're pulling up by our ankle bones. But right. you know, there's so much you can do. Right. Um, and so we don't, I don't, I don't have any family members that could go back and tell me, oh, this is how you do it, mm -hmm. you know? So a lot of it, we've just learned off of YouTube University and yes. Google. Yep. And you just you just don't know because you haven't had that mentorship and that mm -hmm. guidance. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that, but it is a hurdle and an obstacle that needs to be um, addressed and recognized and something that we need to move past. So I'm very vocal about um, the money side of business as well. You and will see that. so good. You will see that with my company, that's yeah. a module that, or I guess a, a sector that I'm going to do, maybe mm -hmm. spend a week talking about that because I do want women and black women in particular to feel empowered with their businesses and know that like you're breaking your back yep. and you, you're doing all this work and you would be making more if you were doing it for somebody else. You mm -hmm. absolutely should be making more than that if you're doing it for, for yourself. yourself and by yourself, yes. you know, but I think it just comes from a lack of knowledge and a lack Definitely. of, um, knowing your worth. I love that, Shayla, and I love that you're going to share that because <clears throat> a lot of times I feel like over the years we have definitely got to a space where it's like, sis, I'm not competing with you. Like, no. let's ride this way together. But even still, we can be very like, oh, no, this is my um, information I can't share. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, we need to be sharing yes. what we know. Spread the wisdom, spread the wealth. Absolutely. Like, let's, let's let each other in on the little sneak secrets and mm -hmm. tidbits so the young ladies behind us aren't having to struggle. But why like, would you make did. somebody pick up this, t pick up from where you, you picked, picked up. up? They should be able to pick up from where you left yes. off. You know, that's how everybody elevates. And I love to say yeah. that, like, America and the economy is not, they say, a slice of the pie, but it's not a pie. It's an apple tree. Yep. It's not a limited resource mm -hmm. 
the better everybody does, the better everybody, everybody does. does. Literally. You know, literally. <laughs> it's not like, oh, I've got to get mine or there's nothing left for me. There's yeah. so many different sectors and there's so many people on this country and there's just so much to be had for everyone and there's no need in hoarding information mm-hmm. and knowledge. You know, you gotta you gotta pass it back. And then, yeah. you know, you work together with somebody and both of you lift up, rise together. Yeah. You know, so I love collaborating. So Absolutely. Do it. Yes. Okay. So my last question. One thing that I love about everything that Shayla does is her attention to detail. I love the details of all the little things. So follow her on TikTok and just seeing how she does all the things. <laughs> and on her Facebook page, on her post, she said, a part of my journey with Good Bakes Co. is to expand my skills as a baker. It's not enough that I just make delicious bakes. I want to make delicious everything to adorn them with. So my question is, what is your favorite thing about your baking process? Ooh, that's a good one. My favorite thing about the baking process, honestly, is... Getting that message, it's not actually the baking process itself, but getting the message mm-hmm. from the customer afterwards raving mm-hmm. about how much they loved it or how pretty it was. Yes. Um, I just made this vegan cake yesterday, a red velvet vegan cake, mm-hmm. and the um, customer messaged me back yesterday, uh, this morning, said it was so beautiful and it tastes so good. Oh. The, um, she went to Quirks and Cattle and she said, I ended up giving the manager a slice. Oh, you <laughs> she, need to yeah. taste this. <laughs> yes. But I just love seeing everything come together mm-hmm. and like taking little samples and be like, okay, that tastes That's right. I and I'll that. mix this with this. And I'll mix <laughs> this with that. And I love when customers come to me and ask me for um, funky flavor combinations. Mm-hmm. And I just want to, I just want it to taste good and I want it to look nice. That's yeah. the whole thing. Um, I just like looking at stuff when it when it looks right. Yeah, when it's done, I'm like, this is good. Yeah, I did that. Yeah, can't clap to myself. Yes, (laughs) yes. When the texture is right, when it's even, because my cases be leaning. (laughs) (laughs) So we're getting sharp edges around the top now. It's all a part of the process. You know, it's a part of the process. Yeah. So I, I just like that. seeing the finished work and knowing, like, yeah, this one's going to taste good. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, and then I'm like salty because I can't eat it because it's going to the customer. Yeah, so, so you know, you can't, I can't taste this. I'm just like, let me know how it is, sis. <laughs> Happy for you. Right. Here you go. I hope you enjoy it because I enjoy looking it. at it. Yeah, because yes. I, I, I ain't getting a slice. Yeah, no, no, that's it. So that was my last question. So now we're going to go into my rapid fire questions. Okay. The way these questions work, I will read them to you and you have to tell me the first answer that pops into your head. Can okay. you do that? I'm going to tell you right now, I'm a Libra. I'm not real big on Zodiacs, but I don't have favorites, and I don't have one answer to anything. But go ahead. I, I can't I'll do wait. my best. I can't <laughs> wait. So we'll, we'll see what happens. But we'll do it. I'll we'll tell you what, what pops up. Okay, so first question. Sweet or salty? Oh. Both? Okay. <laughs> I like sweet okay, and salty. Okay, okay. <laughs> if you had a warning label, what would yours say? Lord's still working on Hey, that's real. He's still working on each and every one of us every single day. I love that. What makes you cry? Oh, okay. So things that make me cry. Okay, a weird thing that makes me cry is children choir. I don't know what it is, but seeing little kids sing, mm-hmm. it just makes me emotional and okay. I cry at children's choir. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number four, what is something weird that you recommend everyone tries once? Take, uh, if you got like a, a mixer or a blender, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm obsessed with ice. So I just take ice cubes with a little bit of water and I'll blend it mm-hmm. until it turns to slush and I drain the water out and I eat it with a spoon. Oh, so it's like it a brings me joy. water slushy. Yeah, it's, okay. it's just it's just crushed ice. ice? Yeah. If you don't have the, the Chick-fil-A ice, ice machine at home, it gets works. the job done. Uh-huh. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Number five, if you could pick a superpower, what would it be? It would be to help everybody discover their purpose. Oh, 
That's good. <laughs> I like I think the that. world would be a better place if we knew what we were yes, doing. Yes, and we're actually doing it because we loved it. Mm-hmm. Not for money, not because yeah. so-and-so said we should be doing it, not because we're just doing it to exist. Yes. I love that. Number six, one thing you've learned during quarantine slash this pandemic that we're still in. <laughs> okay, so something I've learned... Being forced to slow down has Mm. forced me to focus a little bit more on Mm self-care and the way I'm using my time. I actually didn't get to slow down during COVID, Mm -hmm. if that makes any sense. My job was like, put on a mask and keep it rolling home. We we never got out. We did get one extra week off after um, Christmas exodus because all the soldiers went home to give us like a half quarantine. Mm -hmm. But other than that, work never stopped for me. Um, and so my regular routine never stopped. The work still is going. Everything else is still going. But right. I just kind of realized in that I've always known I've been a horrible time, horrible with time management mm-hmm. and just working my fingers to the bone and being up till four o'clock in the morning working on a cake. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, just to get up at six or seven yep. and get the baby ready and go to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've learned that I really just need to take care of myself. So I have been spending money on buying my time back. And I have my, like proudest thing i've done probably during covid uh this year is i just got a housekeeper a house cleaner fancy you can't tell me i ain't fancy and i made it to the top i'm done i don't know nothing else god but that's not your life of course god keep giving me things right (laughs) but yeah i um it's actually not as expensive as it seems Mm -hmm. um the first cleaning is pretty expensive because they do like a deep cleaning after that she comes by every two weeks and First of all, I'm supporting another business, right? This is a woman who stepped out on her own Mm -hmm. after she lost her job during COVID. So I'm supporting somebody else and that I'm giving back to the community. The amount of time I have bought, the time that I actually spend cleaning the Mm -hmm. house is ridiculous. Um, Like I said, I have a toddler and I'm not going to put, I have a husband. I'm not going to put him on that list because he actually is not that messy. Mm -hmm. I am. (laughs) Me and the baby are the ones that make the mess. He does a really good job at cleaning up and picking up after himself. Mm -hmm. But like just the amount of time I spend cleaning our home and just keeping it presentable, it's like time I could be spending with my child. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or time I could spend with my family or friends or on the phone or in the tub or whatever. And so I just had to let go of the notion that I have to do everything. Girl, I don't. And I shouldn't have and to. I, I think that's beautiful that you have like kind of put that into like taking care of yourself and self-care because yeah. we get caught up in the societal thing of being like, no, I have to clean my house. If I have other things to do in time, it's, it is okay. It's okay. And like, <laughs> and doing it's it not years. even the time that you spend cleaning. It's the anxiety you have yep. looking at the okay. stuff. Like I need to do, do this, this and, and this. then him and Holland and not doing other things that you yep. could be doing. Cause I should be cleaning right now, but yep. I don't want to clean right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I still have to clean. I mean, she comes once every two weeks, so right. that's not enough, but it's just, knowing like I don't have to get to all these things somebody's coming in a little bit to take yeah. care of it and it is that is money well Freeing. spent oh my god yeah okay next question last show you binged in love I do watch TV sometimes I watched uh, I mean Bridgeton was the yeah, everybody's everybody. seen that that's yeah. not exciting but, um, I mean, you know, it was a good it. show was good. though I love yeah. Shondaland Me and the too. portrayal of black people and their race the only being mentioned once mm-hmm. it, it was a non- thing and that was nice yeah so that show was great okay number eight what legacy do you want to leave oh i want to leave the legacy somehow some way uh, especially for moms that like you don't have you you don't have to lose yourself to your children (laughs) (laughs) destiny i don't have kids y'all 
and I'm in no rush to have kids. Everyone who knows me closely knows how I feel about kids, and that's a whole nother rant I could go on. <laughs> but yes, I feel in the, I feel I've seen so many beautiful women, and they just not knocking it, but motherhood is all they are, and it's like that's not all you have to be. No, that's not what you were that. before. Yes. Yeah, and that's a that's we can have a whole nother episode ooh, on that one. one. But and yeah, I only got kids. But I oh yes, and I love mine to death. I love children. I love mine to death. Oh yeah, that's but, good. Yeah, I hope you that should up. be a Wrote whole person outside of your outside of your children. Because they leave you. They do. <laughs> they leave you yeah. sometimes prematurely through death. Mm-hmm. Um, but you should always be a whole person in the absence of other people, and that, that makes includes, you a better mom. It does. Yeah. Nobody wants a miserable parent. No. I don't. Right. Oh, I don't want to be a miserable parent. <laughs> oh, I hope y'all wrote that down because that was good and I didn't got kids. Okay, you said you don't have a favorite quote, so just give me a quote that you love. Be afraid and do it anyway. Oh, that's one of mine too. Yay, we're I have to be like knocking out fear left and right. Yes. Jabbing it in the throat and stuff. I'm, I read Big Magic. I don't know if you've read that. No, book. I haven't. Um, I can't remember the author's name, but she's giving me my quote for kind of 2021. That's where we're in. Holy mm-hmm. Lord. Um, and so her thing is... Um, don't try to weed out fear. Make space for it, but it's forbidden mm. to drive. Mm. And I, was like, oh, I like that. That is that's a good one. That's good. Yeah, that is so good. Because I'm always, always gonna be. It's there. always gonna be, and there. that can't be. Your Allow excuse. it to go on the journey with yeah. you. Make space for it, but it is forbidden to drive on the yeah. road trip. You can like, get in the trunk. Right, we go. <laughs> we go. We gotta do it we anyway. Go. Beep, beep. Yeah, right. <laughs> I love that. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, last. Kind of question. Okay. Fill in the blank. Blank is your destiny. Joy. Oh, I like that too. Thank you. It's simple and to the point. Yeah. Yes. Joy yeah. is your destiny. That makes me happy too. <laughs> uh, any final thoughts? Anything you want to leave for the people? Oh my God. Y'all, just whatever your dreams are, go for it. Do what makes you happy without hurting other people. Um, yeah, just just be a good person and be a happy person. Yeah, enjoy life. Well, I thank you so much for lending me your voice and your story and your wisdom. I hope y'all pick them up because she said some good things. <laughs> um, and I just thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I've really enjoyed this. After that conversation with Shayla, I hope you are inspired to do better and be better because she truly believes in equality for all and that we all can make this world a better place. And my takeaway from today's episode was when Shayla said it's important that we look beyond just ourselves and the, oh, I'm good mentality, so I don't care about anybody else. We can also be better and make it better for somebody behind us. Like, yes, yes, yes. I agree with that a thousand percent. I hope you do too. And be sure to check out Shayla at Instagram and Facebook at Co and visit her website, goodbakesco.com. Treat yourself to a delicious treat. I promise you will not regret it. Lastly, you know what's coming next. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share A Piece of Destiny with a friend or two. Leave us a rate or review. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Twitter. (laughs) Twitter. And as always, keep chasing your destiny.